we still are dealing with preparing for the next phase. Amen. Preparing for the next phase means we can't sit still. Preparing for the next phase don't mean that we're going to continue to go off the old things. God, just like God creates a brand new day, God creates a brand new move as well. And we got to be able to move when God moves or get left behind. So, I'm all, it's, 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 I know some had the lesson handout, but you did not have uh, Ezekiel on there. So I want you to go to Ezekiel 38. And the verse is 14, starting at 14 through 23. Amen. Are you there? Ezekiel chapter 38, verses 14 through 23. I'm going to start reading so we can play a little catch-up. Therefore, son of man, prophesied and say unto God, Thus says the Lord God, In that day when my people of Israel dwelleth safely, shall thou not know it? And thou shalt come from thy place out of the north part, thou and many people with thee. And all them riding upon horses, a great company and a mighty army. And thou shalt come up against my people of Israel as a cloud to cover the land. It shall be in the latter days that I will bring thee against my land. And that the heathens may know me when I shall be sanctified in thee, O God before their eyes. Thus said the Lord God, Art thou he whom has spoken in old time by my servant, the prophet of Israel, who prophesied in those days many years that I would bring thee against them, and it shall come to pass at the same time when God shall come against the land of Israel, said the Lord God that my fury shall come up in my face, for, for in my jealousy and in the fire of my wrath have I spoken. Surely in that day there shall be a great shaking in the land of Israel, so that the fishes of the sea and the fowls of the heavens and the beasts of the field and all creeping things shall creep upon the earth, and all men that are upon the face of the earth shall shake at my presence. And the mountains shall be thrown down, and the steep places shall fall, and every wall shall fall to the ground. And I will call for a sword against him throughout all my, of all my mountain, said the Lord God. Every man's sword shall be against his brother, and I will plead against him with pestilence and with the blood 
and I will rain upon him and upon his bands and upon the many people that are with him an overflowing rain and with great hailstone, fire and brimstone. Thus will I magnify myself and sanctify myself and I will be known in the eyes of many nations that shall know that I am the Lord. <laughs> Lord have mercy. This is what God told the prophet. We are in the time spoken of God by the prophet. Were you here to get a hand out? You don't have that hand out. Um, As you can say, an added addition. <laughs> when you hear what God is saying, it really don't sound like a pretty thing, do it? And what it actually alludes to is the end time. We are so caught up in what's going on now. But guess what? What's going on now don't compare to what's going to go on at this point in time in history. At this point in time in history, it's going to be a war. War like you have never seen before or even heard of. This is pointing to a full, a, a full time when Israel will have partially gathered but not fully restored. It's called the latter years. And at this point, but we, but, but we'll be called, and when it comes later, it will be called the latter days. When it get down to the latter days, that's bringing it in a little bit closer. When the gathering of the Jews will dwell safely. When God start gathering the nation of Israel, when he start gathering the Jews from all different countries, guess what? You need to pay attention. Because it's going to be one of the signs that the end time is getting very close. It's getting one of the signs that the time of tribulation is up on us. Amen. The evil thoughts of God will be that of going up against the Jews who dwell safely and is at rest in their own land. See, God going to bring all the Jews back to their own land. When he bring all the Jews back to their own land, Gentile nation, beware, because he's getting ready to turn his back on you. Why would God do that? Because he done gave you every opportunity and every available, uh, 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 available chance for you to turn to him. And now all the nations that did not turn to Jesus Christ. Because see, it's very important 
that we get our focus on Jesus Christ because when God turned back to the nation of Israel, he going to turn his back on the Gentile because the, 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 the Gentile dispensation will be over. And if you didn't get it during the dispensation, you won't get it. So that's why it's not good for a saint of God to procrastinate. Because you don't know when this day is going to be. Come on, somebody. Well, so God going to come to take spoils from the land of Israel. However, God will be angry with him. And he will come up in, and anger going to come up in God's face. And on that day, all creation will see the grace shaking in the land of Israel. All eyes is going to be on Israel. Every newspaper is going to be on Israel. Every magazine is going to be on the nation of Israel. The nation of Israel is going to be the focus point. If you did not know it, I want to be the first to tell you that the nation of Israel is the time clock of the whole world. It's very important for what goes on in Israel because it depicts what God is getting ready to do in the world. Everything will move out of its place. We looked at pictures of earthquake, how they tie up Jack. You ain't seen Jack toe up yet. God said everything going to move out of his place. If everything going to move out of his place, that means mountains is going to fall. Amen. Rivers is going to overflow because of the debris that's falling in them. The sea. The animals in the sea is going to notice what God is doing. Then God said, and all of a sudden, he's going to rain down hailstones and fire and brimstones. Hmm. Now, this is Ezekiel talking. We way past the time of Ezekiel. Come on, somebody. This is what Ezekiel foresaw saw in the past that he was speaking of that which is going to happen in the future. Amen. They will stir up the wrath of God and at that time he will magnify, he going to glorify, he going to sanctify his own self. You know what he said? I ain't going to wait on you no more. I'm going to sanctify my own self. I ain't gonna wait on you to give me glory. I'm gonna get glory my own self. Wow. God said, I'm gonna go and get that which you decided not to give me. I'm gonna get it for my, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna sanctify my own self. I'm gonna set my own self apart from all other gods. God's gonna be here and everybody gonna be running to their makeup gods. They cannot save them. Huh? And you know, they're going they to be saying, who can save you from him that come down 
with wrath. Who can save you from the wrath of God? They found out that their gods in Egypt couldn't do it. Now the world going to know that they can't do it. He will be known in the eyes of many nations. Not just one. He's going to be known in the eyes of many nations. And this war is going to be known, and I'm going to give you some, uh, some uh, reference scriptures that you can read because I'm going to have to move on quickly. He goes, this war is going to be known of the war of Armageddon. And you can refer to Isaiah 63, verses 1 through 8. Zechariah chapter 14, verses 1 through 15. And the biggest of them all, Revelation 16, verses 12 through 21. Now this war that is called the Armageddon, there was a passage of scripture in there that talks about the blood running as high as the horse's bridle. That's about four feet. But I got sent some insight on that and it makes a whole lot of sense that this is not particularly going to be just blood. But you know what it's referencing to? It's referencing to dead men. It's referencing to dead men stacked up four foot high and over a hundred and some miles long. Wow. Dead men has blood. They blood been shed. And they're going to be, it's gonna, in other words, it's going to be millions. Let's go to Ezekiel 39, next chapter over. And the verse 39, verses 1 through 8. <coughs> Are we there? Ezekiel 39, verses 1 through 8. And it said, Therefore, thou son of man, prophesied against God. And say, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against thee, O God, the chief prince of Meshach and Tuba, and I will turn thee back and leave but this sixth part of thee, and will cause thee to come up from the north part, and will bring thee upon the mountain of Israel, and I will smite thy bow out of thy left hand, and will cause thy arrows to fall out of their right hand. Thou shalt fall upon the mountains of Israel, and thou and all thy bands and thy people that is with thee, I will give thee unto the raven birds of every sort, and to the beast of the field to be devoured. Thou shalt fall upon the open field, for I have spoken it, said the Lord God. I will send a fire on Magog, 
and among them that dwell it carelessly in the isles. And they shall know that I am the Lord. So will I make my holy name known in the midst of my people, Israel, and I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Do this sound like this is a time that God playing with folks? Huh? He had told Ezekiel, it's going to come a time that I'm going to stop playing. It's going to come a time that I'm going to move mercy out the way. Huh? I need his mercy every day. I need his mercy when I wake up. I need his mercy throughout the day. I need his mercy when I lay down. What's going to happen when he remove his mercy? Listen to this here. God will permit him to drive the Jews out of Pakistan and occupy their country for three and a half years in the last part of the seven-year tribulation. See, this action is going to go on in the Holy Land. But what goes on in the Holy Land is going to affect everybody else. Prime example. The war that's going on now is happening over there, but it's affecting your pocket. This is it's affecting the gas prices. It's affecting the food prices. Amen. And the thing about it now, if you don't get to the store in a hurry, you're going to get what's left over and still pay the same price. Because everybody's going to be them picked up all the choice meat. Am I right about that? So, However, he will occupy, be occupied, and, and, and actually who he's talking about is the Antichrist. He's going to be occupied in war with others that he will be unable to concentrate on totally destroying Israel. He's going to be too busy fighting everybody else when his first intention was to destroy the nation of Israel. But guess what? He got to conquer all these other lands first to bring this mass war on. So what happens? At the end of the three and a half years, after he had conquered his enemies, he would lead the nations against Israel and Jerusalem to do what he intended at the beginning. His intention at the beginning was to rule the nation of Israel. His intention in the beginning was to take over the Holy Land. But he got cross-tracked cross in wars with other nations that he had to conquer them so that when he conquered them, then they, he got them all on his side. So now they're going to march against poor little Israel. Hmm. Oh. But that's going to create something else. That's going to create the second coming of Christ. 
not the rapture, but the second advent. The second advent is when it's going to be wartime. See, this is strictly wartime here. And when he come, he gonna, Christ going to come with his armies. And, 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 and Satan's army, or the Antichrist's army, will be destroyed. Hmm. But all but a sixth part. I got to looking up the reference of this sixth part. Y'all listen to this here part. It said that this sixth part of men under the Antichrist will be spared is about 166,667 escaping. Sound like a big number, don't it? But look what, what it says. It said 833,333 will be destroyed out of every million. Y'all get that one? 833 out, out of per million is going to be destroyed. It don't say how many millions it's going to be, but it had to be a sum because it referenced to 833 approximately, uh, 833,000 approximately being destroyed out of every million. So this is going to be a war like never before. This is going to be a war that every nation under the sun including America, every nation under the sun is going to be brought together, this one order, to come against the nation of Israel. God going to dry up the river, make them a pass to get there. He don't want them to delay at all. Isn't that amazing? How things that seem that that would, would scare us half to death. That God got a plan for it all. That's just like saying, Lord, my back is up against the wall. How am I going to get out of here? Now remember now, this is what God gave the prophets. God don't give the prophets a lie. God don't tell the prophets to write a word unless he's not planning on bringing it to pass. Amen. Thank God that you and I are still riding on God's mercy. We have no idea how many millions of men would be in this army. The armies of the nations against the nation of Israel. All these nations against one nation. Seems like the odds stacked up against them, don't it? Huh? Seems like there ain't no way out, don't it? Huh? It seems like you would have in your natural mind saying, how in the world can Israel win this war? Amen. 
But this we know by the word of God that God said he will destroy them. Huh? He going to shake the earth, send down fire and brimstone. See, God ain't going to have to use no AK-47 and no bazooka or any other missile. God's sending his missiles straight from glory. He's going to send down fire from heaven. He's going to send down brimstone from heaven. He's going to send down hailstones from heaven. Who's going to be able to escape? Amen. The prediction is the fowls and the beasts of the earth will literally eat the flesh and drink the blood of many slain in this war called Armageddon. God going to feed all the beasts. He already said, I'm going to feed all the fowls in the air. Whoever is in this war, get ready to be a meal for creation. You done looked at National Geographic and you done looked at the animal world that when they come up on the dead, uh, they don't take their time, they just get to snatching meat. Huh? They snatch you apart. And, and guess what? It don't normally don't be just no one. Take for instance, a pack of high a pack of hyenas will have you skin to the bone in no time flat. Amen. Lord have mercy if them lions get on you. Come on now. The beast, the beast of the field has a problem escaping from them. And they got four legs. How you gonna escape with two? Come on, somebody. But God said he going to feed you to them. Wow. I can see some, some escaping because God will set the devil up for his last run and his last fall after the thousand year millennium of Christ on earth. You can go in reference to that in, in Revelation 20 verses 4 through you write that down because I won't be going through it. Revelation chapter 20. We are in the time spoken of by the prophet. We, well, actually, we're going out of it because that was the last one. We was in Ezekiel, which was not on there, so you can write it down if you choose. Ezekiel 39, verses 1 through 8, and Ezekiel 38. Students, what did I say? 14 through 23. Amen? Now, some of the things that were spoken of by the prophets of old. 
that even Jesus is going to reference to what they had to say. Again, guess what that tells you? That means that God going to keep his word. Huh? He going to keep his word down to the letter. Only body that overlooks God's word is us. But God don't overlook it. You need to understand that God do not overlook his word at any time. He might not move right then, but you can rest assured there is an appointed time. The one thing you can find out about God, he got patience. Huh? God got patience to wait. But when the patience of God done ran out, guess what? Everything that he said is going to happen is going to be like clockwork. Amen. Ready or not, it's going to be like clockwork. So we're going to go off into the time spoken of by Christ. First thing we'll do, we'll go to Matthew 24 and the verses 4. No, no praying. Hey, all praying is over with. No, pastor might not. At this time, pastor won't be here. <laughs> Y'all might have to go find the poke. in that weight. There's a lot of stipulations in there that you might even wind up having to eat your own children. Am I lying, Pastor? The, the nation of Israel. Israel. Mm-hmm. 
Testament, when you look in the Old Testament and the nation of Israel, God would not come down because boo-boo was in the camp. Everything had to be a certain way. So you can fool yourself and make you think you're worshiping God at home if you want to. God don't come down. You got you got Playboy in the living room, you got whatever's in the bad bedroom, and you got all this. God ain't coming in there. That violates what God's standard is. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And folks say, oh, I just love the Lord. You may love him, but he don't yeah, love, love you. Because <laughs> God is holy. But you, when you get a chance, look at the nation of Israel when they were in the wilderness. There was, they, God told them, I ain't coming down there until y'all sanctify yourself. Y'all take a bath, y'all do this, y'all do that. And you have to sanctify yourself. you coming in there when you got all this. You and your husband might be fighting. Mm -hmm. And sanctification <laughs> your, your is required your still. definitely lying. Mm -hmm. And you think God gonna come down? You know why they why they say that? But most of the time, the Holy Ghost is left. The left, because the Holy Ghost is going to lead you yeah, to the house of God. The, yeah, the they are they they're supposed to be the uh, the little church. But look at what they do. If you're the church, why can't there be unity when you come to the house of God? If you're the church, 
why can't we live holy like the Bible say for us to live holy? See, there, there are a whole lot of folks using the church as a byword. And, and see, that's why God's going to look at our heart, not at our lips and, and our tongue, because he knows we lie. That's totally against the word of God. than sacrifice. Yes, ma'am. That's God's word. Remember what I told you. God ain't going to drop his word for nothing. That's like God said, ooh, Sammy, I like you better than anybody in the room. You can do anything you want to, and I'm going to make sure all of them dot all their I's and cross all the T's. It's not going to happen. You've never seen God play favoritism. Not going to happen. And the only reason he blessed Abraham because Abraham was what? Obedient. Yes. When, when Abraham stopped being obedient, it was time to go. God ain't got no problem with leaving you. Many times. You know, many times you're going to stay with somebody and they're they, they going to cheat on you. Many, you ain't going to do it. Many times as Many times is this many times is this replacement hip has been nagging at me and hurting me on a Wednesday night. God ain't never came in now time and said, You ain't gotta go. I still had to get here and be prepared to teach. Duty still goes on. Duty still go on. <laughs> you done fool yourself. God didn't do that. Amen. For us to be having these conversations. Because so many people are under different persuasion. And I was, I was talking to, Brother Lamont, your wife tricked me, by the way. But I was talking to, Alfreda and thought I was talking to Lamont. And, but see, we fail to look behind the scene at the folks that we're reading them behind. Because some of them don't even believe in holiness. Yep. And you get your opinion 
and you start believing on that, they all they want is your your money. Or they ain't, they ain't talking, telling you that there's there's hell fire waiting on you. They nope. trying to tell you you got all the chances in the world. That's not there. It's not there. I was telling them before I get into Matthew. I was telling them that when I did the research on the second advent of Christ when he's coming for war. And it said that when they had gathered all the nations together against the nation of Israel, that it's going to only be a hundred, approximately 166,000 that escaped. And it was going to be 833,000 per million that's going to die. Wow, that's a lot of folks. And it didn't say how many millions it's going to be, but it was going to be approximately 833,000 per million that's going to die in the war of Armageddon. And, and you got to focus on the fact that this is during the time God can turn back to the nation of Israel and he done forgot about you. You off, you, you off the course of his mouth. Because you're talking about you're going to be saved after the rapture? How? How are you going to go against the plan of the Antichrist and be telling him that you are your own boss. You do what you want to do. And, 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 and go the ahead. Thing, Elder, if he's sending the word in, in Yiddish or in Hebrew, uh, how are you going to say it? Yeah. Uh, you have a problem with English. <laughs> 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 There's a whole lot of stuff that we're not thinking about. That we're not about. thinking about. Absolutely. Because you're going to be talking to the nation of Israel. You ain't going to be talking to us. How much people do you know? No. Uh, and you're going to be what? <laughs> I, I tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be a whole lot of heads flying. Chop, chop. And, and Elder, we forget that God hides his gospel from the unsaved. Yes, it is hidden from them. You won't be able to see it because he's going to hide the truth from you. Just like the folks that don't want to be saved in this generation. He hid that so mm -hmm. that they can't be saved. Amen. And that's why so many folks in the church can't be saved. Because they're not, they're not saved and he hid it. He Hid that truth True. right in front of their eyes. Yep. Amen. And you, 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 like I said, it's a whole lot of things that come into play after the rapture. After the rapture come hell and high water. If God can't save you now when it's ready available, 
when mercy and goodness is all through the land, if he can't save you now, what makes you think that he's going to be able to save you when he leaves? If you won't hear him now, you better remember what he told the man that, uh, that the, the rich man and Lazarus, when the rich, when, when, when Lazarus, when the rich man wouldn't help Lazarus and Lazarus was at his gate and uh, uh, he wouldn't even give him medical attention that the dogs had to come and lick his wound to keep his wounds clean. But the Bible said that Lazarus died and went into the bosom of Abraham. And then he said also the rich man died. So guess what? It's a clear statement that everybody's leaving him. So the rich man died, and the rich man went to hell. And the rich man was able to see Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham and ask God, will you allow Lazarus to dip his finger in some water and cool my scorching tongue? The, 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 the crust of it is, though, he said, no, can't do that. The gulf between y'all is too wide. Lazarus can't come back down here. And you can't go up there. But he said, well, Lord, why don't you allow Lazarus to go and take, I got five other brothers. Go and tell them, don't come down here. You know what he told them? If they wouldn't hear the living, what makes you think they're going to listen to the dead? When you go to hell, you dare to stay. If you go to glory, you dare to stay. They are both staying places, but you got to make the choice which one of them you going to go. And, and guess what? You are and I are in the phase of preparation. Preparation for the church is now. It's, it, it, you ain't automatically at the church. Because guess what? The, one thing you got to remember, the church is going to be holy. The church is going to be separate. The church is going to be sanctified. And you ain't going to meet them qualifications until God come back and get you. But you got to work on them now. Right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We all. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go to Matthew chapter 24, verses 4. Keep in mind what is my baby. One of you students, now tell me what was the what was the topic of this lesson? We've been on it for three weeks now. 
prepare yourself for the next phase. Do you not know we are going through phases? And these phases going to be just as God has lined them up, planted them, and predicted them. Amen. Now we're going to go to what Jesus had to say in reference to what the old prophets had already said. For verse 8, he said, Take heed that no man deceive you. If you think that you ain't got to come to church, you're going to be deceived. Because somebody's been in your ear telling you it don't take all that. You ain't got to go to church every time the door's open. Every time it ain't open, we still need to take the hinges off the door so that we can run in here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's a fight. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's been kicked up a notch. It's been kicked up a notch. And he told you to take heed that you don't fall into that trap of being deceived. He said, for many shall come in my name saying I am the Christ and shall deceive many. Where? In the church. Did y'all hear me? These folks will be planted in churches telling you that you ain't got to do everything that the word of God said for you to do. And they're going to try to convince you that that was in that time. God said his word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. But you will allow man to change your mind how you think about the word of God. And how you think about the word of God is how you think about God. Because his word is him. Did you get, y'all hear that one? So, don't let folk dial you up into another realm that is outside of God. Jesus is telling you that this time is coming. And it's even prevalent nowadays. Yes, sir. Change folks' hearts. And he didn't 
Like it enough. <laughs> yes, sir. Somebody else. Blame somebody else. So and so did it. So and Coco, 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 Coco. 
no, no, no. If that's why you can't get rid of it, because you're blaming somebody else. If you accept the blame, you accept the responsibility. And if you accept the responsibility, you can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. It's like what they, what we do. I'm gonna give it back to you. Yeah. If you yeah. It's like what they do. Ain't nobody in here been in slavery. But the world makes sure you never forget it. Uh-huh. And have you having it. And have you think you having sympathy pain with the folks that enslaved you. Mm-hmm. They did. Mm-hmm. And have you mad at folks and you wasn't even there. Have you mad about what they did. But you don't know what, what our folks did to get in slavery that didn't please God. And when you saw, when you look in the Bible, all that was was a product of what sin they did against God. Mm-hmm. Disobedient that they did God. God, God. You disobey me, I'm going to put you in slavery for 700 years. That's what he told Israel. Well, what did he tell the black man? It's still required that we be saved unto God. It was okay to put Israel in slavery. Yeah. This wasn't okay. Now they won't be black people. <laughs> the the sixth verse the sixth verse the sixth verse says and ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars see that ye be not troubled for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet there will be conflicts in other countries there will be killing in other countries. There will be mass of people dying. Because what? It's written in the scriptures. Amen. So then he said, but the end is not yet. You know what he's saying? You're going to go through some stuff. The country you live in going to go through some stuff. But the end is not yet. Why did he say the end is not yet? He said, for nations shall rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms, and there shall be famine, pestilence, earthquake in diverse places. And not only that, he said, all these are the beginning of your problems. Wow. Wow. Just the beginning of what you got to go through. Wars come. Price jacked up. Gas prices jacked up. Food prices jacked up. If you don't get to the grocery store in time, you're going to still pay the jacked up price and get the less, the, the less product. Deception. And they don't want you, they don't want you to panic. But see, you see, there's another point on the line of the background. You, if you think you got forever, you ain't gonna work on the inside. Mm-mm. That's right.